invest using exchange-traded funds, you're in the right place. This is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon. He's vice chairman at Vetify, which has everything you loved about ETFtrends.com. That's the site that made Tom Lydon famous and much more. There's new data and research to give you everything you need to know about ETFs. And again, it's Vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is the KFA Mount Lucas Index Strategy ETF, ticker symbol KMLM. KMLM, the KFA Mount Lucas Strategy ETF. Tom, you are definitely fishing at the top of the pool because year to date, this fund is killing it. It's been doing great, but I don't think people know Mount Lucas strategy. Like performance numbers say one thing. What is happening on this fund that has it doing so well and brings it to us as ETF of the week? Well, we always talk about new and innovative strategies, Chuck. And we also, for many years, advisors, individual investors talk about hedge fund strategies. This is based on a traditional hedge fund strategy around index futures, managed futures. And these are popular hedge fund strategies that we've seen for a long period of time. But in most cases, you could only get them if you bought the hedge fund or a closed end fund or something like that. Today, we have the folks at Mount Lucas who are world renowned in this managed future space who have partnered up with the folks over at Crane Shares to come to market with an ETF with all the benefits of managed futures, along with the tax efficiency of an ETF. We've met, we've done webcasts with the folks over there at Crane Shares in Mount Lucas, and with everything going on in the market today with challenges and equities and challenges in the fixed income side, more and more advisors and individual investors are diversifying into alternative strategies. This strategy is all that. It's futures-based, so you can invest in areas like commodities, and we've seen through the huge inflation that we've had across the board, whether it be energy or real estate or food, those areas of the market have just gone through the roof. At the same time, with fixed income futures options, you can actually go long or short that as well. So if you feel that rates are going to continue to go higher, as many do, you can actually buy futures to hedge off of that deterioration in the current bonds. And then finally, another area is commodities. Well, we, we mentioned commodities, we mentioned government bonds, but the other thing is currencies. So we've seen a huge move in the dollar. The dollar is up 10% compared to other mainstream currencies so far year to date, 17% from a year ago. So this fund can also go in and be long or short certain currencies. So if you look at the trend among commodities, currencies, and government bonds, and based on where the trend is, allocate appropriately to the futures market, that basically describes what this strategy is all about. Hence, A, it's great performance year to date, but also it's pretty diversified within its own structure as far as covering all those areas. But most importantly, when you put that in a portfolio during times of volatility, these are the areas of the market that tend to provide those alpha opportunities. 
Now, Tom, we were looking at another fund just a week ago that provides some of these alpha opportunities. Specifically, your ETF of the week last week was the IMGP DBI Managed Futures Strategy. That's DBMF. This, another managed futures fund, how do these play together? Is this a case where if you're going to have managed futures, you want to be diversifying because each strategy can be a little more volatile and you're worried that maybe one of them could have a blow up? Or is this a case where one would be sufficient? If you bought the one last week, you don't need this? Or is there enough difference that they further diversify your holdings and each one has a different role? Well, each manager, Chuck, has their own strategy. So uh, again, both that we're talking about here are warranted taking a look at now. But the other thing, if you look just five years ago, commodities really weren't doing that great. The bond market, as far as shorting the bond market, wasn't a real good opportunity because we continue to have declining interest rates as well. And then currencies were just kind of languishing. They were a little flat. They were up and down across the board. But, you know, as, as we all know, during these challenging times of inflation with problems overseas, geopolitical risk, a lot of people are fleeing to the dollar. And that tends to happen during these periods of times, which gives you an opportunity to go on the dollar but also short areas like the euro or the yen. This is a fund, an index, and a strategy that has shown the ability to be negatively correlated with not just the stock market, but with the bond market, which means that, boy, has it been in its salad days right now because the last time we had a first half this bad, I was born at the end of that. So I've never been through a first half this bad. And I'm old, Tom. The flip side of this is, is this a 200-day moving average play? Because right now it's in a great time because it's negatively correlated. And when the market turns, whenever that happens, you're going to want to run away. So Chuck, it definitely could be used on its own moving average. In fact, the other managed future strategy could be used on its own moving average as well. However, the trend that's developing here for this strategy is not specifically to commodities or government bonds or currencies because they all make up different components of the overall strategy. I would just say this. There are a lot of concerns about people going into these types of strategies now thinking that they're buying at the high. We're probably going to continue to see inflation at above average numbers, which means there's going to be more pressure on commodities, commodity prices will increase. The Fed has signaled they're going to continue to hike interest rates. So regardless about how you feel, bond prices 10-year, 20-year, 30-year are going to continue to uh, inch higher as time goes on. And then we don't know about currencies, but the fact that the dollar right now is just a smidgen away from being on par with the euro, and we haven't seen that in over 20 years. These are really exciting times individually for all these areas. I would say that these types of strategies are not going to finish being popular because we're more and more in this rising rate environment and concerns about equities. There's huge demand to diversify into alternative strategies, and we're seeing that with flows. We've seen already close to $22 billion go into alternative strategies via ETFs year to date. And that's the most amount we've ever seen in the first six months of the year. How much of a portfolio do you allow managed futures to be and this fund to be? 
Yeah, I would say for an allocation of 5 to 10% makes a heck of a lot of sense. If you've got a 60-40 portfolio and it's not working, having at least 10% of your allocation in, in areas that are, are deemed alternative makes sense. If that's one allocation or three or five allocations, that's really up to you. But this is something to consider and something we've talked about for the last couple of years as far as alternative strategies. We tend to have leaned heavy, Chuck, into the commodity space, but currencies and being short long-term bonds is something that's probably going to continue to be popular. And indeed, managed futures funds popular with you. We talked about one last week. This week, it's the KFA, Mount Lucas Index Strategy ETF, KMLM, that gets the title as ETF of the week. Tom Lydon, talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on your favorite podcast app or by going to MoneyLifeShow.com. To learn all about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better site than Vetify.com. It's everything that ETFtrends.com was and then some. Check it out, Vetify, V-E-T-T-A-F-I, Vetify.com, on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman and my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is brought to you every Thursday. We hope you will follow along on your favorite podcast app to make sure you don't miss a thing. And we'll be back next week. But until we are here, happy investing, everybody. Everybody.